This message comes from NPR sponsor Progressive Insurance, where drivers who switch could save hundreds on car insurance. Get your quote at Progressive.com today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Janine Herbst. In Minnesota, two police officers and a paramedic are dead in a shooting at a home in the Minneapolis suburb of Burnsville. Superintendent Drew Evans with the Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension says a man was armed and barricaded inside the home with seven young children whose ages ranged from 2 to 15. At approximately 1.50 a.m., On February 18th, uh, Burnsville police were called to a residence on a report of a domestic situation where a man was reported to be armed and barricaded with family members in the home. We later learned uh, that there were seven young children in the home, uh, ranging from ages 2 to 15 at the time of this event occurred. Evans says the suspect shot from an upstairs window and from the first floor. Governor Tim Waltz. These families are forever impacted, and we still have Minnesotans willing to take an oath, sign up, do the work, and know this can happen. And, and that speaks volumes about this community. Police say the suspect is dead. Russia says it's taken full control of a strategic town in Ukraine's east, marking its first notable gain since last year. NPR's Joanna Kisses reports Ukrainian troops were forced to withdraw after running low on ammunition. Russia's defense ministry confirmed the takeover of the town of Avdivka in Ukraine's eastern Donetsk region. Avdivka had been a Ukrainian stronghold since 2014 when Russia first occupied parts of Donetsk. In October, Russia stepped up its assaults on the town. The Institute for the Study of War, based in Washington, said in a report that more than 20,000 Russian soldiers died there. The same report says Russia also dropped hundreds of steerable glide bombs to destroy the town and force the Ukrainians to retreat. Ukrainian troops are low on ammunition. Congress has refused to approve more U.S. aid to Ukraine. Joanna Kakissis, NPR News, Dnipro, Ukraine. Another pair of big storms are hitting California today. They're not as intense, but they are adding water to an already soggy landscape. Kaylee Wells from member station KCRW has more. At this point, weaker storms are a good thing because this time the stakes are higher. We're already primed. Carol Smith is a meteorologist with the National Weather Service. So that's why it's a significant storm and we have these concerns of flooding and mudslides and rock slides and um, all those kinds of impacts that we're trying to warn people about. California won't be in the clear till Tuesday night. The heaviest rainfall is expected in central California. And last time it was the L.A. area that saw the most rain. The good news is it's bolstering the state's below average snowpack, which Californians rely on for water through the spring. For NPR News, I'm Kaylee Wells in Los Angeles. And you're listening to NPR News from Washington. The reggae-infused biopic Bob Marley, One Love, is feeling the love from audiences this weekend. NPR's Bob Mondello has the details. Hollywood asked the question. And audiences have now answered strongly in the affirmative. 
Bob Marley One Love, which cost about $70 million to make, will take in roughly $80 million in just its first six days of release, $51 million in the U.S. and another $29 million overseas. The film's opening weekend is stronger than the one for the Elton John biopic Rocket Man, and almost as strong as the opening for Bob Lerman's Elvis, much better than industry predictions. Bob Marley One Love counts two of Marley's children and his wife Rita Marley among its producers. Bob Mondello, NPR News. The atomic bomb biopic Oppenheimer is picking up more awards, taking seven prizes, including Best Picture, at the British Academy Film Awards, or BAFTA, Britain's equivalent of the Oscars. Cillian Murphy won Best Actor for playing Oppenheimer, and Robert Downey Jr. won Best Supporting Actor. The film also won prizes for editing, cinematography, and musical score. Oppenheimer had a field leading 13 nominations, but it missed out on the record of nine trophies set in 1971 by Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Meanwhile, Emma Stone took the Best Actress Award for her work in Poor Things. I'm Janine Herbst, NPR News. From Washington. This message comes from NPR sponsor Greenlight. Want to teach your kids financial literacy? With Greenlight, kids and teens use a debit card of their own, while parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and savings in the app. Get your first month free at greenlight.com/npr.